Welcome to Beacon 76. I'm Jason. I'm William. Welcome, everybody. We're so glad that you can join us today. Uh, we've been away for a while because we've had some malfunction with our audio lately, and um, we know that we promised you a What If episode, but this is hopefully going to make up for that loss, and we're going to get back to that What If after it's all said and done. But uh, if you clicked on this episode, you obviously know that we're going to be talking about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're really excited to talk about this. I, um, this movie had a lot of hype behind it, you know, uh, as far as it coming out and, and uh, the style of movie it was going to, to be and the kind of look behind it it was going to have. And I... To be honest with you, man, I was not disappointed at all with the, this movie. I love the, the theme of it. I love the style of, you know, the direction. I love the acting in it. Uh, I just really enjoy this movie. I, I think it's up there in the top five of Marvel movies that have been out so far. Yeah, that's what my sister-in-law had told my wife, that it's in her top five. I honestly don't know where to rank this one. Um I, uh, I feel like I have to, to see it again. Mm-hmm. Um, going into it, though, uh, I went in blind. I, I had seen a little bit of, of some trailers, mm-hmm. but this is not a comic book character that I'm uh, familiar with at all. Yeah. Uh, I knew about the Ten Rings only from you know the Iron Man movies uh, when they had a presence known, and then it was mentioned again in, in the one... What, one of the what if, what if episodes, yeah. Uh, but other than that, um, I think that was to my advantage. I didn't have an expectation other than the fact that it was a Marvel movie going in to see this at all. Um, I I wasn't familiar with any of the actors or actresses, with the exception of uh, Aquafina, yeah, and um, the actor that played um, the Mandarin. Right. Right. No, and you know, honestly, to be honest with you, dude, I, that's one of the major things that I appreciated about this movie was the fact that there was a lot of the unknowns to it, you know, because then I didn't have this big already expectation of what to expect from it or want from it because I already knew the characters were, you know, like when you're when they're coming out with Captain America, you know who Captain America is, so you're gonna have this big expectation about what you want to see as a Captain America character, you know? Mm-hmm. So and when you don't see it, you're so disappointed, mm-hmm. you know? But when you come into these new movies that, with these new characters that you don't really know anything about, and then you see them, and then you, you, you start to, like, you start to formulate this, this love for them, you know what I mean? And this, this, where it's, it, to me, it, it, I appreciate those type of movies a lot more. You know, and this movie to me really kind of gave me that whole crouching tiger, you know, hidden dragon type vibe. I am I I agree with you wholeheartedly with that statement. In fact, I had made the comparison about it in the theater. It's I did to to my daughter. Mm -hmm. I told you. I said I said babe. I I told my daughter. I I call her babe sometimes. I don't know why, but I did. I said uh, this reminds me so much of. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and she looked at me. She's like, "I don't even know what that is," mm-hmm. you know. And I said, "You have to watch it. Just go watch yeah. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Just Dragon, get, and, get, and it'll get through the subtitles. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But it's a great movie. It is a great movie. Um, 
but yeah, uh, let's start right off at the beginning. You know, we have uh, a character. He, he refers to himself as Sean. Sean. Uh, he works with Aquafina's character. I don't know her name. Katie. Katie. Katie something. Yeah. Uh, and you know they're both valet. Yeah. And valet um, drivers, dude. Come on. And uh, they're just kind of going about their their business and. They're on a bus, right? Going to a location. Lo and behold, um, you know, a group of men. Something about the uh, the 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 fighting. We this gang of uh, the, the ten the ten rings gang. I don't know what you want to call them. Yeah. Uh, something about them, the way that they were dressed, or some of the fighting scenes were great. Especially in close quarters on a bus. Yeah. Uh, something about it reminded me of the Foot Clan from like the Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles, like the original ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. You mm-hmm. know, something, something about it. But um, yeah, the 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 choreography of the fight scenes was mm-hmm. great. The great. the inclusion of Razor Fist. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, right in that bus and just the torment that. They put through the streets of San Francisco, right? So, oh, excuse me. Some of the some of the comedic with uh, Aquafina, mm-hmm. some of that comedic relief in there as well with her, you know, and her her expressions of of, of unbelief of what was happening in front of her because she's known this guy for years, and then all of a sudden they see all this stuff, you know, start kicking all these guys' butts, and she didn't even see it happening, you know, mm-hmm. and her. Her disbelief it was just like what is going on who the heck are you type uh, thing honestly i was kind of like in disbelief i know that he was the main character but the fact that she didn't know it kind of put myself in questioning like does he already have a history of knowing how to do this or is it something that's just coming to him naturally like no, is it was, manifesting right no but then you find out he was trained this way mm-hmm. like this is how he grew up yeah and i liked um uh, kind of like in uh, in the, the first GI Joe movie, mm-hmm. how they went back and showed like the origin of Snake Eyes mm-hmm. and some I of his upbringing. Yet, yeah. No, no, not, not 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 the new Snake Eyes movie, the original GI Joe. Oh yeah, with the, the one with the, Channing Tatum. Yes, yeah. How they went and showed you flashbacks of their relationships and yes. some of their training that they went to. I I liked those those parts of the movie where it showed you that um, he was actually raised and and. It, it was designed for him to be brought up to follow in his father's legacy of oh, ruling yeah. over this organization of the Ten Rings. I mean, his father's been around for over a thousand years. years right? The Ten Rings of the Ten Rings have kept him immortal. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, I'm going to go off track for a second because I don't want to lose the the state of mind that I'm in. Oh, I know we're just starting out. but Rip it off, man. So... At the beginning of the movie, you know, we do see his father. We do see how he ruled over and won uh, wars against other people. Other clans. Yeah. yeah to, with these ten rings. Yeah. So there's a lot of questions that kind of started coming up. One, where is the, what's the origin of the ten rings? Mm-hmm. Uh, how did they come about? Mm-hmm. Uh what is the source of their power? Is it magic or is it more? It seems like it's magical. It seems like it's magical. Okay. Yeah. And how is it that 
that magic power also grants him immortality. Well, if you, I think as I'm moving it on a little bit, because mm-hmm. I don't want to jump straight to the end, but yeah. I think as you get towards the end of the movie, right? Well, well, actually, when you get to the end of the movie, you start to see this, this the uh, I think it was the color system or something of the ring, mm-hmm. and it tied in with the um, the Eternals. Oh, okay, okay. Right? So I think they and that I think because remember it was sending out like a home a beacon, mm-hmm. right? And that beacon was sen- sending this like signal that was sending out towards what, what I would consider to be probably it was beacon out to the Eternals. Because you know, as you see some of the trailers with the Eternals, where they they, they kind of like all of a sudden they're like they they they, ne- they they stayed away from everything, but then all of a sudden they've been awoken by something, you know. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's it. Maybe that this is what awoken them, you know. To now and maybe the beacon wasn't active because it was being uh, used by the father, and at that time the rings were blue, and when Shang Chi. Obtained them, they turn more of like a glowy orange yellow. Yeah, and it switched. I don't know. There's so much to it, dude. Yeah, and that's those are the questions that kind of kept right, popping but up. I think it ties in with the Eternals, to be honest. Okay, with you. well, I guess when when the Eternals comes out, mm-hmm. we'll have to see how it ties in. Right. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, you're right. There are a lot of questions. This. Uh, so moving forward, um, you know, they kind of escape these guys that are trying to acquire his amulet around his neck mm-hmm. uh and it kind of quickly jumps to um them going to this like location like this club yeah that ends up they end up finding out that it's like a it's like a, a fight club a underground fight club yeah you know and this is when we get to see the full fight of what we saw in the trailers between um, Doomsday, no, no, it's, not, uh, not Doomsday, but um, uh, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm drawing a blank too. Yeah, um, Superman. Yeah, Doomsday is Superman. What's yeah. the What's the guy that's uh, you know from the, the Hulk? I mean, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> I hate it when this happens. Yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the, so, anyways, yeah, the, the guy from Doctor Strange, what's his name? Oh, the Asian dude, huh? Yeah, they're they're fighting in the ring yeah. against each other, you know. And what I what I found to be odd is that after um, after their uh, after their fight, when they're like backstage or whatever, they end up saying. You ready to take off and go home? And he or opens a portal, and they walk through it back to his original holding cell. Abomination. Yes. Mm. Abomination. Yeah. Uh, they end up going back to his holding cell. Right. Location. Yeah. And it's like so he's allowed to be freed momentarily, and it seemed like they had this uh, camaraderie, like they were getting along. And it seemed, and it makes me wonder, where's, uh, I want to know more of that backstory. How did these guys meet up? How did he find Abomination? Right. How did he get him out of his, I mean, I'm sure he could have used his portals to open one in his cage or whatever to let him free. Right. But long enough to just go fight against each other for fun and then 
return him. Yeah, I, like there's, there's, there's a lot. There was a lot to that. You know, you know in, in the sense that what, yeah, why? How did all that come? Why are they together? Who are? How did they get how together? Because yeah, um, Abomination has been off the map as far as Marvel movies up until this point. He's been locked away. Mm-hmm. I guess in Alaska, Alaska or Antarctica or right, one of right. those off the beaten paths, right? But did you get that same vibe that they kind of like got along with each other? I did. I did. You know? I got that same vibe. I felt like they were like buddies. You know? Uh huh. And, and it, uh, it was. It's. it's <laughs> I don't know how to yeah. explain it. You know, somebody yeah. probably knows what that's all about. But like, it was really, it was really crazy. Like. How they and to have abomination like being like communicative and talking. Yeah, and he seemed more like, like Korg. Chill, he you seemed know? Like, like Korg in uh, yeah. You know that kind of another the arena when they fought kind of took me back to Ragnarok. You know, right, it wasn't right. as big, right. but I liked the idea of people being underneath the floor of the arena to be able to look up at the fight. Uh-huh. I feel like that should be the future of some. UFC or boxing matches, you know, like right. really in depth, uh, you know, being yeah. able to see it from all angles, all sides. Yeah. But we have Shang Chi being thrown into the ring because everyone's seen him on like YouTube or something, like yeah, on social media, like six different people, you know. Yeah. So they, you know, they thought, wow, he can kick, he can fight five different, six different people at one time and win. Then he's a legit fighter, so we're gonna bring him in the cage and see what mm-hmm. he can do. And he's gonna go up against none other. I, 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 I knew exactly who he was gonna fight against. Oh yeah, I kind of figured it was gonna. As be soon as she stepped in, I knew who she was and why she was there. And why she was there. Uh-huh. Um, and as soon as he s- saw her, he knew who she was too. Oh, he knew. You know. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't want to fight her. I, I would be interested to see if they actually like threw down or what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I, he was holding back. He was he was holding back. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't feel like he fully understood the full manifestation of his capabilities yet. No, he didn't. No, no, he didn't learn that until later on in the film. Right. For sure. Um. So. Uh, he ends up losing. Okay. You know. Yeah. Uh, she, she, has she conversation with his sister. Um, <laughs> I love Aquafina again. She ended up betting against them and winning. Her sister, her sister's name was is Liko, but it was actress Fela Chen. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say her name, but uh, so that's another new act, uh, actress to the Marvel MCU. Yeah, I'm sure she's not a new actress. No, but, but new to new to. Uh, uh, I I didn't recognize her from anything. No. Um, so the movie kind of moves quickly from there. It, uh, it, it does. It has a, it has a, a lot more upbeat pace to it because the action scenes continue, you know, keep flowing. Yeah. It, his sister basically has an exit route and his dad and his, his dad's goon, he doesn't even know his dad is there, but the no. 10 rings are like infiltrating this club. They are. And we have this whole fight scene on bamboo scaffolding. That's on another out. one of those things that just remind me so much of the Crouching Tiger, dude. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, like when they had that scene in the movie where they were flying through the trees and stuff and hanging off the, the, the bamboo in that movie? Mm-hmm. It had that whole same vibe to it, man. And I, I, I actually liked it. I thought, I thought they killed that. I, I thought it was rad. Because mm-hmm. I loved that movie. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, I loved that movie, you know? Yeah, it's, again, if you can get through the subtitles, you know? But it's it, it just one of those classic, um, you know, kung fu movies. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Iron Fist, you know? So That's what some of this reminded me of, too. Like of, this, of Iron Fist? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, you know, you have this uh, mystic location mm-hmm. that his mother is apparently from. Right, yes. Um, and his father is set out to find this location, but it's hidden away mm-hmm. uh, from outsiders for a reason. Uh, and that's kind of what leads to them wanting to get this amulet from, from Shang-Chi. Right, because it's the only thing that can really direct yeah. them to where the path that they need to take in order to get into this this mystic realm that they need to be in. I really like the, the moment when um, Aquafina's character, Katie, is about to get hit by one of the ninjas or whatever and uh-huh. she starts singing Hotel California <laughs> you know kinda. that was her <laughs> yeah that was funny she learned that from what her dad or something like that what yeah he was in car rides you mm-hmm. know and she was scared or something that was a, that was a, like a go to and uh, song. <laughs> and there's this moment where she starts falling and then uh, uh, his sister ends up coming back and Snagging. coming to the aid yeah. of his rescue and then like there's there's like a mini boss mm-hmm. that's wearing one of these special masks that he's familiar with, mm-hmm. and it seems like he's everything's going down, and he's on the mo- on the verge of potentially killing this guy, mm-hmm. and his dad shows up. His dad pops in, and, you know, and they basically, uh, you know, he he welcomes him with open arms, which I kind of didn't really see coming. Takes him, takes all of them back to his compound. Uh, and starts laying it out that um, you know his, what his agenda really is. He feels like their mother isn't dead, and she's being held captive in this secret city. And right, he needed the moment when um, it was cinematically beautiful. The moment when he put those amulets in the dragon's eyes mm-hmm. and like opened that door and all that, that water, water mm-hmm. made that map. Uh-huh. Right, it, that was, it came out of the walls. Yes. And then um, it, it came out of the walls, and then it went on the floor, and then it created, like, it looked like the forest. Yeah, it did. It, it did, because apparently with this forest, there's only certain paths that you can take that stay open for a certain amount of time. Yeah, and, and, so and they show that earlier in the movie when his father first discovers that there's this uh, when his father first meets their mother yeah that scene was the first example that i thought of you know crouching tiger hidden dragon and i I feel like i know that it may seem like we're beating the dead horse but it's the best comparison it is like we have it's such a good comparison um but what i liked about that scene where they the the father and the mother first meet mm, yeah. is that it comes across that they're fighting 
because he wants entrance, but it ends up turning into more of a dance. Did, hey, did you notice that? You noticed that, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that too. It, it, it was really weird how, in a sense, you know, how that kind of, he, he was there and he was trying to fight her, right? But she, she kind of manipulated it into this, like, more of a, of a, you know, a dance type thing because she kept, you know, blocking his throws and, and, and brushing him off. And then it, it's the way it morphed itself into, into that whole, it was, it was really. Like the whole really fighting nice. style that she acquired is based on. The movement, trees and It's forest. like, yeah, the, yeah, the, the stuff around her. The like wind, the, the lit, air, the, mm-hmm. right? It's like, like the elements. Like airbender type mm-hmm. stuff, you know? Exactly. How it should have been, probably. <laughs> right? Yeah, how airbender should have been. Mm-hmm. You know? And exactly. uh, she ends, I mean, he ends up relying in that moment to try. He's like, you know what? Let me bust out with my rings on, on this. And she flips the script there, too. And right. that's when you first see them that change their color. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? And um, he ends up losing out. And. You know, they're, they're, obviously their relationship blossoms, but he's never... I think it blossomed because he had never met anybody that was able to, over the, over the centuries that he's been alive, he's never met anybody that was able to control or manipulate him in that way, you know? Or best him. Or best him, Mm -hmm. exactly. So it was like... Wow, I've kind of met I've met my match. I've met somebody that is like me, you know? So I, I can't let this go. I can't. This is I got to keep this near me, you know? Yeah, and uh, it turned into a, uh, you know, He's never granted entrance into her, her world. No. But she stays uh on this side of it, right? You know, and helps raise children and Well, she um, was actually shunned from her world too for being with him but you find out why kind of close to the end of why he wasn't invited in and why she wasn't accepted with him mm-hmm. you know because of, of 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 the rings you know what i'm saying so it, it but yeah you're right it, it was a uh, it was this re- this relationship that they had and they went with it you know and then uh they had their uh, their their two kids yeah, and it shows even how um, the mother died, mm-hmm. like with a flashback, and it's hard to see that you know you haven't really started your training to be who your father is or whatever, mm-hmm. and you have all these people that have arrived and they're looking for your father, and they only find your mother, and they have to send a message and. They end up killing your mother in front of you. Mm-hmm. He's a kid. He was nothing he could do. Mm-hmm. But you know? his father still kind of blamed him. Blamed him. Yeah, 100% blamed him for his mother's death. Considered him a coward for not even trying to do anything. And continued to train him and bring him up and um, and teach him the ways. But ultimately gave him an assignment to go and assassinate like the big person who ended up actually killing yeah. his mother. Like struck the final blow or sent sent them in right because he uh he himself went with the ten rings to like a bar and found some like the first group of men that were there and annihilated them yeah took them out with with ease yeah 
um, with his son there, and his son watched more people die. Yeah. So um, he chose to to instead of assassinate to run away, you know. Yeah. And, to get and, away from this whole situation, and maybe. And unfortunately, he had to leave his sister behind as well. To, to deal with the aftermath of, of his father. And that's why his sister in the, in the beginning was wanting to kick his butt because she was so angry that she, he had left her. Mm-hmm. You know? Man, there's so much to this story. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, when there's you all here, these layers. Yeah, exactly. That's what I loved about this movie. Is cause it, it didn't just... You know how sometimes they get these movies and they start and they, they're trying to build these characters, you know? And they take, like, forever just to build a character but they never tell any kind of story you know it's just all about building who the character is and they never actually tell a a a story along with building where and how and why this character is who he is you know i love how marvel does this where they build characters but they're also telling a story along with it you know and the way they build the characters is they do it through flashbacks or they do it through like these time you know they'll take a brief minute in time to kind of like tell you a, a, a piece of who they are, but that piece of who they are is tied in with where the story's at now. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And I, the way that they did this whole movie, it I feel like it just completely flowed together. And it might have been moving fast at some points, but in, in, in its fastness, you never lost track of where you were or why you were at this point in the movie you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. why how did i get here why am i here well you're here because of these of these things that happened in the past you see what i'm saying and i, I thoroughly i thoroughly enjoyed that yeah uh, basically uh, at this point in the story uh, or the mo- the movie mm-hmm. um his his father um knows that you know they're not going to support him finding the entrance, even though he know has the map. Well, the reason why he's looking for the entrance. Let's not forget about that. Mm-hmm. Is he believe he believes he that believes that his wife is stuck in this, um, uh, this like after realm type thing. This after this this, this she's stuck in this like cave or prison. Yeah, he can yeah. he can because he's he's getting visions of her. You know, he's he can hear her, hear her voice. Well, no, he said, I, I believe there was a, sent, a time when he actually saw her. Okay. There was like a vision of her. But for the most part, it was hear her voice. He was hearing her voice saying these things to her. And um, and it, so he was trying to get everybody else to believe what he was believing or what he was hearing, that it was the truth. And that's why. And it was just, it was it was the force behind him wanting to get to this you know secret realm where his wife was actually yeah he believed from. that the, the villagers from that world were holding her captive Hot, holding her hostage yeah so you know come to find out you know we know he knew it, his his son knew it wasn't shang chi knew it wasn't true right katie katie knew it wasn't his true. sister yeah they all knew that this was not real this is not this wasn't true mama's gone you know type thing we so were they, there. We were there to see it happen. Exactly. So we went on. They went on their own little mission to try to find the pathway to get to. Actually, before that, he knew that they didn't support. You know his vision. Right. His mission. 
So he locked them away. Oh, he did lock them away, and then he saw the Mandarin. That's yeah, crazy. the actor that played hey, the Mandarin. I didn't get that part. You know, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I felt like I, 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 it's nice to put you know, the actor's name is Ben Ben Kingsley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice to have uh, that little bit of continuity. It did. I just didn't. It didn't I, really quite fit. Like, why keep the actor that was your the face of the Ten Rings around? Like, what is the purpose of that? Like, yeah. why is he really in this movie? Right. Is it more for a l- more comedic relief? Or yeah, I didn't understand that one. So that one character, and then the um, what was it? The little, the little furry creature, mothball the the, the six legged creature yeah. with wings. Yeah, the little mothball looking thing that mm-hmm. was here, there with him. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I I just didn't understand. I didn't understand either one of them. I mm-hmm. didn't. The, to me, they were like the Jar Jar Binks of mm. music. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I didn't really. They were there. For for a purpose for some reason, but I just didn't understand the purpose. Yeah, and then it brings up more questions like, how did that creature get to that location? Well, they told us. He told us in the movie. I don't remember exactly, but uh, he uh, he jumped. They, that little creature jumped on board with a, a vehicle or something like that and got got trapped, and that's how they okay. got taken out. Uh, but. Um, yeah, those that whole that whole little moment right there was really confusing. The the only thing that really makes and sense for him to only be the person that can. I'm sorry to cut you. Yeah, off. no, I got you. You know, and for him to only be the person going. that can understand him. Mm-hmm. How did you begin to understand him in the first place? Mm-hmm. You know, like is it just because you were with him the longest, so he allowed you to understand him, or more you questions? Learned, you learned how? How did you learn? Where did you learn it from? Mm-hmm. How did you get there? And that he, was a question. That was just really confusing. And, and this creature doesn't need the map. It, it knows its way home. It knows its way home. You know, so it's basically you're relying on this senile, you know, loopy character. Right. Who only s- understands this odd creature uh, to guide you to guide through you to, yeah. trees, uh, forests of trees that can consume you. Right. Uh you know, and that was a, a pretty action-packed moment I, in the movie. I, that was actually pretty rad, dude. Mm-hmm. That was a good concept, you right. know, of this this maze of trees that it kind of reminds you a little bit of Maze Runner. I also love how they ended up stealing Razor Fist's vehicle. Yeah. It had his, like, license plate on it. <laughs> yeah. That's my car. <laughs> Razor, Razor, what was his name? Razor. Razor Fist. Razor Fist kind of reminds you of Taser Face, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, from mm-hmm. Guardians, these little characters that they have, you yeah. know, uh, uh, um, but that whole scene where they're driving the car and the force is like trying to, you know, you know, engulf them, it's trying to take, you know, cage them, eat them, or whatever you want to call it, you know, that's a pretty intense little moment. Yeah, and they uh, basically get to the end of the trail, Yeah. Uh, and they drive through the waterfall, and... Um, that that moment again was a really magical moment where the water is just kind of hovering around the vehicle, and what they don't, what we don't realize, and what they don't realize is they're actually going through like a portal mm-hmm. into a whole other realm. Yeah, and then they, the, dude, that's 
that scene when they came through there and they came they they drove up in all that, that grass right and then all of a sudden out of out from behind the villagers you see those Chinese guardian lions mm-hmm. come out and you're just like there's also there were also uh, what I believe the birds that were flying in the sky, yeah. they look like they were phoenixes. They look like they were phoenixes, right? Uh-huh. Oh, dude, and you were just like, what? Doubt I, to me, I, I love that whole, right? I mean, there was nothing crazy about it. It was no action pack, but just when they rolled in uh, in there and they come across this village and there's just these, these mystical characters that are there. You know, and you're like, oh, dude, what are they going to be using them for? You know, that's going to, I, you kind of hope they come back to that and they utilize those characters, those, those creatures a little bit more, maybe in some other, another show, another movie. I don't know. It'd be rad. So, you know, the intro, getting out, exiting the vehicle, getting out and, and they're, uh, they're not welcome there at first until they tell them that they're the children of, yeah, uh, Someone who used to, well, the mom, yeah, their mom, yeah, who actually grew up in that village, and then their aunt ends up coming out and uh, and meeting them. Um, the weapons that these villagers had were pretty cool. Yeah, made out of, I'm, I believe it was like a dragon skin. Yeah, or something like that. dude, they yes, they were made. All their weapons and their shields and everything were made out of like dragon scales. You know, mm-hmm. which, you know, that was so, that was so legit, bro. Like, I, I again, it's just another one of those little details that they put into this movie that just made it even more believable, you know, and even more desirable to want to watch it again and again because there's so many, you can go back there, I guarantee you, you go back and watch it again, you're going to see something that you missed mm-hmm. the first time, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. And I, I, I've been telling my wife I want to go back and watch it again. You know, at the theater, um, but yeah, this and then so we we're, we're at this we're at the village, right? We've met all the people, we've met the villagers, and they've they now they've explained to them why that these rings are manipulating the father, right? They're manipulating the father by telling him that there's something locked up behind these stones. The stone wall. I think that it wasn't stones. I think that the wall itself was, may have also been it, dragon scales. It was dragon scales. You're right. Uh-huh. And what it is, it's this mystical creature that they have in, you know, encaged behind here mm-hmm. that tried to take over the world centuries ago. And this village of people, their ancestors are the ones that encaged it, you know. And now they are the protectors of this realm mm-hmm. that keeps it locked up. Yeah, and they uh, go through a small little training montage. Yeah. And sh- we see that uh, they've created uh, a red outfit for Shang-Chi. Yes. And like a white grayish outfit for his sister. His sister. And my wife brought up the question, well, why are their color? Everyone else is red, but why is she gray? And that question gets answered in the, uh, in the Easter eggs. In the Easter eggs, yeah. Uh, but um, I like the, 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 the montage. You know, they didn't really want 
uh, Aquafina's character to use a bow and arrow. And, right. Um, but they're tr- kind of preparing because they know that his father is on his way. He well, knows he, how to get there. It's just a matter of time. A matter of time. Yeah. Probably not that long at all. Yeah. He finally shows up and it's basically these villagers against the the clan of the Ten Rings. Yeah, the Foot Clan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Shang uh, Chi's father ends up, uh, you know, fighting him, uh, and he's not as skilled. He hasn't been around the block as long as his father. He doesn't know how to defend yeah, himself not, against. Yeah, he's not as skilled for sure. Uh, against these ten rings, and that yeah. moment where his what seems like his father delivers the death blow to him, and he gets like driven into the water, and how the water divides and pushes him through it. Yeah, I the only way that I I feel like he survived that is because he was wearing that dragon armor. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, and definitely. He, without it, you would be done. He would have been definitely would have been done. Um. You know, and it seems like uh, the, just everyone is fighting against everyone, and the father ends up making his way on the other side of this lake. Right, to the the, the door. The door with the dragon scales on it. And begins pummeling it. And on his first hit, it creates the smallest little crevice yeah. in order for one of these soul eaters to creep out. A soul eater, that's what they were called. Yeah. And these little soul eaters um, kind of reminded me of like a creature from what you would see in, um, I, I don't know the name for it, but um, there's, an, there's a writer, his, uh, I think his name's H.P. Lovecraft, mm-hmm. who uh, envisioned something that looks familiar to these creatures. Mm. Uh, but you see one fly out and you see what they can do mm-hmm. and in that moment it it's crazy it, it kind of reminded me of it uh, kind of reminded me of the race from harry potter dude that's exactly what my wife said during the movie mm-hmm. but for me it reminded me a little bit of uh shang sung from mortal kombat where he yeah. says your soul is mine, soul and he kind of like takes their soul, sucks their soul out mm-hmm. of their bodies. Yeah, dude, exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, they were just collecting souls for to strengthen the actual big kaiju-looking motherfucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> this dude, I had no idea that this thing was gonna come out of this. Oh, wall. I mean, I knew that I knew that the wall was big, but I had no idea it was that. Oh no, man. You know, it, it makes you wonder if, if it was just a, if it was just a wall. Blocking a realm. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it because you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like the, it was like it was like the uh, the emperor's tent, bro. You know, you see a small little tent, but you walk in there and it's like this grand, you know, ginormous thing. You know, mm-hmm. the Egyptian tent. You know what I'm talking about? Like that. That's kind of gives you that con- that feel of like. Maybe they just blocked off a realm. Like there's mm-hmm. something back there that, you know, they're keeping at bay. That would be rad, dude. Mm-hmm. Like what's there? I don't, I don't want to go there, but I want to go there. You know, 
crazy. And um, meanwhile, you know, this these soul eaters are are crossing over, and uh, all the villagers are fighting them off. They're, they're they're fighting them off, but they're realizing, you know, the 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 Ten Rings Clan or whatever are realizing that they're on the wrong side of this. Yeah, they you are. You know, uh, they need to to group up with these villagers. They have to switch up their weaponry because that's not working either. Yeah. And even Razor Fist has like a a, dra- was, a dragon blade. That was sick when he added the dragon and, blade. Um, so they end up fighting off these soul eaters. Meanwhile, Shang-Chi is like in the bottom of this lake and uh, he... I really like this moment. I don't know exactly how they did it with if it was with cgi or not but at one point the air bubbles that are underwater with him start going towards his face i don't know if you noticed that i did notice that and it starts to give him breath Mm -hmm. that was so and he comes face to face with what i think was the great what they call the great protector Uh underwater and um he ends up emerging out of the water riding this dragon you know, and yeah. this, this was great. I mean, it, it, it you know what? It, remind, it reminded me a lot of like the never ending story. Yes, dude. You know? Yes. And, oh. and Shang-Chi ends up, you know, landing where his father's at. Yeah. And they end up uh, going back and forth and, and battling with each other. Right. And, um, ultimately, you know, this really sad moment happens when this huge kaiju ends up getting a hold of his father, mm. and um, and it's it's at the moment where you see that the the father has kind of realized that he was mistaken all along. Yeah, and it's too late it for him late. to go back. Sure. And uh, this kaiju soul eater ends up taking Shang Chi's father's soul. So, but again, in that last moment. Before his soul is taken, he, yeah, he ends up giving Shang Chi the rings, he, like the the rings to mm-hmm. his son, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and it was it which was, was nice. I mean, there was that. that uh, I like how they kind of made that moment happen. You yeah, know? because during the fight, the fighting, he in his own way did what his mother did, like because he's the product of both his father and, and his it, son. Yeah. He has some of that entity inside of him from his mother, right? In order to be able to control the rings to his will in that way, right? Well, here, here, think about this for a minute. Mm-hmm. His dad was being called to this this place, right? Saying that his mother was there, right? But in reality, she wasn't there, mm-hmm. right? But in reality, she was there because she was because. Shang-Chi would have never realized his abi- his potentials of his abilities that his mother had if he had never went to this place to fight off his father, right? So he, he did realize how much of his mother was actually there with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's crazy if you think about it, dude. Like there's – his mother was there. Mm-hmm. She just wasn't there in the way that his father wanted her to be. Right. She was there the whole time in Shang Chi. Like, you see what I'm saying? In in spirit, in, in spirit. heart. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, it's deep, man. Yeah. So, um, then, so after all this, after the soul sucking dude, then we go through this whole like this boss battle between this, this dragon, dragon and this and kaiju soul leader. Yeah, dude, and it was it was just uh, it was good. It was great. It was just one of those epic boss battles that they had, you know. And I, you can't. <laughs> I love how they did it. I couldn't go wrong with it. I mean, it was a lot of CGI. Yes, but at the same time, it was really well. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, you're wondering how uh, in much of an impact this thing can have because these miniature soul eaters are taking souls from the people on one part of land uh-huh. and transferring them to, to him the, to this bigger one. Yeah, and he seems to get stronger as the more souls he he acquires. Mm-hmm. You know. And um, and then there comes this moment when he starts to try to suck the soul out of the dragon, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, you know that if that happens, all hell's gonna break loose. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's it's a one in a million shot, like Luke Skywalker. It's, yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, you have someone who's barely been learning how to shoot a bow and arrow, <laughs> take one shot, and ends up clipping the the throat. Of this soul eater while it's trying to kill off this dragon. Yeah. Uh, and they narrowly escape enough for uh, Shang-Chi to kind of release his rings into the belly of this this soul eater. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine that they are just stirring in the stomach of the of this soul eater just like a blender. It, yeah, like a just, blender, man. You know, you know what I mean? Just making mush in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And it's glowing and you just you know it's gonna pop. You just don't know how. Or how big or how much. Mm-hmm. And, then it, and then it happens. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's a, a great like climactic ending to this slow rise, slow rise build up to this this moment, this yeah. Moment, yeah. So, I, dude, I, I, again, I, I just, I love, I like this movie so much, man. I was really pleasantly surprised with it, you know. And I know that we said that, you know, these are characters that we're not really used to or we don't really know about much about. But I like that whole aspect of the way that Marvel's going right now with their whole all their next, um, this this next series. Yeah, and you're the one that told me that this movie uh, is kicking off the next phase of the MCU. Well, there's right? other movies that are already part of it. Like I think, I think uh, Black Widow was part of phase this new phase. Really, yeah. I I I was I was under the impression that Black Widow was kind of a standalone because it was a prequel. It took place before it it, it did, but some it, of the other ones. Well, yes and no. So you have to watch it, mm-hmm. right? But this is the, and then plus you have um, you have the Loki series uh, and all that, and and, and um, yeah, those are TV the, series. But they're all they're all still part of this phase, right? Because they're all going to tie in somehow, some way, right? Right. But as far as the movies, I believe that this is that movie that kind of is kicking all this off, mm-hmm. you know, and um, so I'm. You know, I'm just, I'm really, I'm excited because it, it left it wide open at the end. You watched the, you watched the endings, right? Yeah. Un- and unfortunately, I had, I had to, uh, I had to 
I had to leave the theater mm-hmm. momentarily. Um, so you missed the first? I, I missed it, but it was recorded for me. Okay. So I was able to watch it right. later. And um, so the first Easter egg, you know. Spoiler. Uh, trailer. Well, no, the first Easter egg in, in the credits was, you know, Shang-Chi and Katie. Mm-hmm. And they're with the monk from, uh, from Doctor Strange. And he's kind of like looking closer at the uh, the ten the rings, ten rings. And, and you see Cap- how that changed the colors and and, and captain marvel is there uh-huh. and um bruce banner is there yes just bruce banner not smart hulk no bruce banner. just bruce banner mm-hmm. so which confused the heck out of my we, my daughter we i understand that there's going to be more captain marvel but there's always been this question like when are we going to get another standalone Hulk, Hulk movie? Yeah. Right? And knowing that Mark Ruffalo is still involved in the MCU made me happy. Made it, made so me, happy. it made me hopeful. Yeah. And I'm, I'm anxious to see what's going to pan out. But w- as we were d- discussing earlier, when they zoom in to one of the specific rings out of the ten, it seems like what you had said is there's a beacon, beacon. you know, mm-hmm. and it may be calling out to the Eternals who have right. been absent during the, the whole MCU. They're aware of what's happening, very similar to the Watcher and What If. But they didn't feel like it, they were needed at the time. Mm-hmm. But obviously, for some reason, it's sending a beacon out to them now because something is brewing mm-hmm. that we don't know about yet. You know? Yeah. Something. So... And that's that's gonna be rad, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. And then they have the final trick, the final Easter uh, egg, Easter egg at the end, and that's with the sister. And then you realize why her colors were different than everybody else's, and her whole role, and you know. And she's gonna story. she's gonna carry the uh, the mantle of the Ten Rings mm-hmm. as the leader of the Ten Rings. Well, I think it's just like a leader of kind of like the Foot Clan. Yeah, and she's not going to carry the rings. And women weren't really a part of of the Ten Rings, and no. now they are. Now they are. And it puts into question, You've we've seen and known about the Ten Rings since Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Okay? They were a little bit more prominent as what you thought that they would be in Iron Man 3. Yes. Okay? Now we've fast-forwarded past every movie to Endgame up to this point where we're seeing a little bit of the origin of the possession of the Ten Rings with the exception of how they came to be yeah, and what their original purpose was when they were made. Right, or and, and, and how does how did, how did their powers work? Like, mm-hmm. where did it come from? Yeah. You know? And it's not like, you know, it, it, we, it's not like we, we how we found out about the Infinity Stones and where their powers came from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And how each of their powers were utilized. You mm-hmm. know, the Ten Rings seem to be one entity. And with his sister carrying on the what you know as the clan or whatever of the Ten Rings, what is their agenda going to be going forward? Right. Is it still is it still the Ten Rings that were this evil organization? You know what I mean? That were corrupt and 
trying to take over the world, or now is it going to transform into some sort of like Ten Rings that works with her brother? Um, I don't know because she was running an underground fighting exactly. Thing. So she so could just she, be she could be corrupt, bro. Yeah, you know? she, or she could be like you know how like uh, you know how DC has their uh, Suicide Squad type thing. Maybe she has some kind of squad like that where she's like using these characters to do you know work for her. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but I, I'm. It's gonna be. I'm. I'm not questions. So many questions. Uh, I don't know how long we're gonna have to. Some of them might be answered when the Eternals pops when the Eternals up. Eternals comes out soon. Uh, Doctor Strange comes. I mean, uh, Spider Man comes out real soon. Mm-hmm. A lot of these questions are gonna start getting answered because we know either how Marvel either get it. either answered or they're gonna <laughs> give add us more m- add more questions. Absolutely. So uh, yeah. we'll have to wait until uh, more stuff is revealed to us yeah. uh, and. Um, for those movies to be released, um, I'm sure there's a lot of fan theories out there. We have our oh, own, yeah. um, but I really am clueless as to uh, how all of it's going to pan out. Yeah, and I'm also really excited to see what they're going to do with um, the Hulk. Me in, too. In in the future of what's of your the opinion of why he was as Bruce Banner? Because in Infinity Wars, he tr- he remember he opted to become smart hulk you know it was a compromise it was a compromise right mm-hmm. so a lot of people thought that he was just going to stay that way was he just staying that way for the time being because now you see him as bruce banner again so what happened to that character mm-hmm. you know where where why why is he just bruce banner now yeah and it it makes you wonder if the shang the shang chi movie mm-hmm. even though we're seeing it this late in the MCU may have taken place between Infinity War and Endgame. But then that begs the question, why wasn't Shang-Chi part of, part of Endgame? Yeah. So Maybe he was taking care of his own crap and he couldn't deal with it. You know, I don't know. But that's, that's a good, that's, that's a thought. Mm-hmm. That's a thought. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely a thought. Yeah, that's, that's probably the best explanation, but we yeah. don't really know. We don't really know because I mean Wu was in there, and he was part of the Doctor Strange stuff. You mm-hmm. know, was this like Wu's side gig that he was doing on the side? But but when we see when we see Wu and Doctor Strange, he was always broke and didn't have no money. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so he wasn't making any money from these fights. That's for sure. If that if that was the case, so. But he ended up winning that fight, so he should have won something. Should have won something, but when he had Doctor Strange was going to go get a hamburger one time, he, but he, he also any money. He was also bald. <laughs> he grew his hair out. He grew his hair out. So some time has passed since some, the yeah, Doctor exactly, Strange movie. So, you know, yeah. and, and or, you know, since uh, Infinity War. It's at least from since Infinity War, it mm-hmm. had to have been, you know, because he was in that too. He was in that too. So it had to have been, it has to either be right at around Infinity War or probably. And I don't know if he has hair, I can't remember if he has hair or not in uh, No Way Home. I don't know. He's in that trailer too. I don't remember. So. Anyway, a lot to think about, dude. Mm -hmm. A lot. And I love it. Because it just just gets your mind spinning. Yeah. So if you're listening to today's uh, podcast that we're putting out there for you, uh, let us know what your theories are, uh, what you thought of this movie. what you're looking forward to out of the MCU in the future. Yeah. Uh, we want to hear from you, and we look forward to uh, 
when that happens. Yeah. Just let us know you're out there. Yeah, and check us out next week. Uh, we are going to have another podcast up because we got our equipment going again. And uh, just again, thank you so much for listening in on us, man. Yeah, until then, stay safe. Peace out. Thank you.